Good morning, Tampa folks, and welcome to Tampa Talk. It's December 30th, and this is your weekly roundup of all things Tampa. I'm John. And I'm Dahlia. And this is Tampa Talk. So it's the end of the year. I guess it's our last episode of the year. I know. That's crazy. 2022 flew by, as do all of them. And yeah, 2023 is around the corner. You know, I've been doing, uh, I wrote about this a few weeks ago, but I, I do, you know, an annual review every year and I've been logging and digging through just everything, all the calendar, everything. It's, it's weird looking back over a year, like every year is weird, but like you look back, it's like some things that happened a year ago, or let's say January seem like yesterday. Mm -hmm. And then there's things that seem like ancient history, Yep. but overall it's just, it just seems like it's flown by. Uh, this year. Um, I will tell you just, I'll give you, um, and everyone listening, I guess a little insight. So I have these five F's that I use, um, which are, uh, well, I'll, I'll, I'll give them to you as, so in the, in the kind of realm of faith, friendship, and family, I would say this year, I would say it's been a good year. It's been a strong year. Um, relationally, um, kind of that inner fire. It's been strong. In terms of finance and fitness, I'm going to add another F. I have been a failure, <laughs> been a failure this year, and I'm just spending some time reflecting on that and how to set goals moving forward. But uh, anyway, a little bit of little bit of insight, but I know that's not what we're here to talk about. So, so what are we talking about? No, thanks for that advice. I think that's a great way to kind of judge it. Um, but this week in Tampa, we have some basic just like city news. So trash collection is going to be. Um, we're well, not going to take place Monday and resume again on the third. And then the solid waste department is going to be picking up trees from January 3rd to January 13th. So that's Tuesday through Friday. And so you can find that on the city of Tampa website. And we linked it in the word of the streets news article. Um, so those are just some basic, know what's going on in terms of your city and how they're handling holidays. Um, but otherwise, in other news, uh, a TPD office officer was terminated after dragging a woman on the floor and so um did you watch this video i did the the dash or the body cam is crazy um it's horrible and he was yeah under review and then terminated shortly afterwards tpd cannot stay out of the news this year i mean it's just been one thing after the next they have just been from federal investigation to the recent chief stepping down to just like it's just one, it's like, man, we got to get, we got to get this house in order here in Tampa. Yeah. Um, and the, the like rules that they had put in place, the policies to deal with like uncooperative prisoners was after the event in 2013 of like a similar incident. It so, looked identical. Yeah. In fact, is it the same garage? Like, I feel like I'd seen this video. Yeah. Yeah. I was so, like, oh, this is old news. It's not. Nope. It's back again. But at least the immediate, um, you know, termination of that officer was you get fired now. Yeah. yeah. Right. Versus, you know, and then there is a policy that they can help hold people accountable to as well. Um, so disappointing. Um, and if you haven't seen the body cam footage, it's again, linked in the article that we shared in the newsletter and it is terrible to watch. Um, and other news in a little bit more of a, uh, positive light, uh, Tampa was named one of the best places to live in Florida by Forbes or sorry, the best place to live. Yeah, in the best. Mm-hmm. And they used things like city size, crime rate, diversity, unemployment rate, and cost of living, um, as well as stuff like outdoor activities, public transit, and healthcare access as judgments in this factor. 
Um, but the big thing was just, you know, we're a city of major sports teams, history museums. Um, and then we have tons of employers coming in across industries to create jobs. So things like tourism, um, the McDill Air Force Place, um, but then even just the number of other companies that moved here, you know, during that COVID kind of time period. So I wanted to point something out from this article that stood out to me. So what they do, um, let me see, let me scroll down to number one here. So what they do is under each of the cities, they give a bunch of information. They give, uh, you know, population, estimated monthly expenses, median income, housing prices, things like that. So they said uh, estimated monthly expenses are uh, uh, $6,941. And then they said the median income is... 55,634. So if you did the quick math, divide the median income by your 12 months and look at your estimated monthly expenses, you are $2,500 short. That, that was just a, like a little, you had to do a little digging to see, but still love seeing us at number one on the list. And, uh, and though I do want to say for, for a lot of folks, man, this is getting to be a, more and more expensive place, which is related to another story because it looks like almost 1,100 people a day move to Florida. Yeah, yeah, that's our, our the other story that we shared this week. Um, Florida was the fastest growing state. And so it said the population increased by 1.9%. But yeah, uh, 1,100 people per day. And that's an insane amount of people to think about entering the state of Florida. And for all of the Tampa and Florida listeners, I mean, you guys, I could just say it feels like it, doesn't it? I mean, I left today to meet somebody for a lunch meeting that I've, it always takes this long to get to this place. And it was standstill. Now I think part of that is the holidays and no one's at work in the middle of the day. The traffic was unbelievable today. Plus we got a bunch of snowbirds down here, but it is insane. Uh, but yeah, we've been, we've been seeing astronomical. It's like the whole country wants to live in Florida, which, you know, and then in Florida, where's the best place to be? Tampa Bay. Mm-hmm. Um, and then a little, there's actually, this story actually really kind of made me laugh. Not for any real reason other than um, American crocodiles are making a comeback in Florida. And so this is like both terrifying. Um, but the funny part for me was that the article framed it in a really positive light because this is a huge win for the environment. And so the American crocodile is, um, a recovering threatened species in South Florida and the Keys and federally listed as endangered since 1975. So the fact that they're being spotted in Melbourne and Pinellas County, um, is in Manatee County as well is actually a big win for the Florida environment and terrifying to think about the fact that crocodiles are in our waters. Not just yeah, I don't even know. Was it you or my wife Erica? Somebody recently said something about crocodiles here, and I was like, "There's no crocodiles here." Yeah, and then they made me Google. Was it you? I mean, like, yeah. why don't you Google it real quick? And I was like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> yeah. And now, yeah, it's it's like yeah, they're showing up in Sanibel Island, and they're yeah, it's uh, yeah, so. They're on the rise. So be on the lookout, y'all. Yeah, which is crocodiles are like crazy scary. So very, very, very uh, scary. Yeah, they're different than an alligator. Ours aren't going to be as ours. The American crocodile is not as crazy big as like the ones in South America and stuff like that. Um, But we're still talking about like a hefty animal, not not Mm. just a crazy alligator that Floridians don't seem to have any problem with. Well, Um, alligators are nowhere near as aggressive. No, absolutely. Right. Crocodiles are different. They're a different breed. Yeah, and there's I mean, like literally and like for real tactic. Like you know how you're supposed to run away from alligators in one way that doesn't even apply to crocodiles. 
Um, not that I've ever been chased by an alligator. So I've always say. wondered, is that true? I'm like, I haven't been chased. So I haven't done. Z- I actually, no, no, no. I was chased one time, but I got in a tree and I just waited. Yeah. Yeah. I just waited in a very tiny tree. It was like one of those like newly planted, like sapling trees. It was like leaning over. I was like, like on the end of a fishing pole, but I just stayed in that damn tree until the alligator went back oh, in the pond. Hilarious. That's so good. Um, and other really positive news too: a USF nursing professor drastically reduced um the number of 911 calls from a homeless shelter so i think this is a really cool story so the salvation army red shield center in tampa mm-hmm. has 160 beds for the homeless and um since this professor williams who is part of the usf's college of nursing um started implementing like preventative care essentially and having nurses on site to manage um health related issues mm. the number of 911 calls from the shelter have decreased by 85 percent and that's a huge win and basically she's even just day to day she said when i first got there you know we were dealing with three five three to five issues a day and now that's that's down even just on the daily things that she's responding to and that's because you know you, when you have preventative care when you have regular visits with health professionals and then you have that mediation of like a nurse before it escalates to you know, a massive, a massive issue. Um, you see these reductions. So I think that's a huge, big shout out to professor Williams. And she's doing this with, um, the, a partnership with USF Tampa general hospital. And of course the salvation army. And I just think she needs a big, that's shout awesome. Out. Yeah. That's incredible. I'm taking care of our homeless. Um, and so that was kind of what was in the news this week. Um, coming into the the new year, we have Tampa Bay Lightning versus the Arizona Coyotes. So on December 31st, on New Year's Eve, if you're looking for something to do, you can go support the Bolts at uh, 5 p.m. Tickets are still available. And what I love about the Bolts is that tickets are somewhat affordable compared to other hockey games. So there's tickets available for like 30, 40 bucks still in the nosebleeds, of course. But um, I think it's always a good time. Um, also, we have the Clearwater Marine Aquarium is celebrating their Jubilee. And so that started on the day after Christmas, and it's going to go until January 7th. Um, but basically, they're celebrating 50 years of the Clearwater mm. Marine Aquarium. So if you want to go support the aquarium, or it's a good time for you to check it out for the first time, um, you can find tickets linked in the newsletter as well. And then finally, um, there is a new festival coming to Tampa Bay. It's called the Sweet and Spicy Food Festival, and it's set from January 14th and 15th. Um, It is free to attend, so it's a good one to put on your calendar because um, it's free. And so you can go check it out. It's going to be at um, just a short walk from Armature Works. It's called Waterworks Park. And I'm not quite sure where exactly on the river that is, but I'm assuming, you know, head towards Curtis Hickson from Armature Works and you're there. So can I back up a little bit? Uh, sorry, yeah. I, I I somewhat I somewhat I want to go back to this jubilee celebration. Do you know? Do you know why it's called a jubilee celebration? I think jubilees are just when they're fifty or hundred years, isn't it? So it's fifty years. Yeah. Um, I guess they could say it's another one at because a multiple of fifty at a hundred. Do you know mm-hmm. the reference? So, so the, I actually, this is what stood out to me because to me, so you'll find, you'll see the word Jubilee. This is a little trivia for everyone. You'll see the word Jubilee used in a lot of justice work. So like, there's actually a campaign for forgiving college debt uh, called like the Jubilee something, the Jubilee movement or something like that. But Jubilee is so in 
in the Old Testament kind of Hebrew scriptures, um, there were these periods of seven years. So you know how like the week is seven days and you have like a Sabbath mm-hmm. day, right? So you have a six days of work and a day of rest. Well, they did the years similarly. So you would have like these seven year cycles and you'd have what was called like a Sabbath year where like the agrarian people would like let the land go, kind of mm-hmm. let let it go for, let it rest for a year. And then you would save up kind of grains to get through the Sabbath year. Well, if you had seven seven year periods, that's 49 years. So on the 50th year is known as, I think Jubilee, it might've referred to as like the year of the Ram's horn or something, but like Jesus talked about this when he said, like, I came to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor. That's the year of Jubilee. It's the 50th year. And what would happen was all debt would be wiped away. So like all, all your, all your credit card bills gone, mortgage gone. Like it would just be reduced. And, and actually there's laws in the economics of those, of those laws, like of the old laws that would say like, you do not, do not fail to loan someone money because the year of forgiveness is near. Like you still operate like normal up till the 50th year, but on the 50th year, people would return to their homelands. All slaves or indentured servants would be set free and all debt would be forgiven. So Jubilee was actually, it is actually like the promise of freedom from like economic captivity. And it was set up to be like every 50 years. So you wouldn't have generational poverty. And it was an old, it was like this idea that was in ancient Israel that was never no one ever did it. It was never practiced. It was just like in the rule books. It never happened. Um, this is what all the prophets were always screaming about. Like, that's why you're in exile. Cause you didn't listen to the Lord or whatever. Anyway. So that's why I was like, wait, I had to look up real quick. Like, why'd they call it that? And I was like, Oh, I guess you just refer to anything. It's like our 50th year anniversary is like a Jubilee anniversary. It's the 50th year, which makes sense. Mm-hmm. But anyway, thought that, thought that might interest some of you guys. It is. Yeah, that's absolutely fascinating. It's actually, a radical economic idea that like I still think might be a good idea, but no one's ever tried it because the rich would have to give up control. Yeah, I mean I th- like hit the reset button. I think you might break the world if everyone forgave the whole world forgave debt every 50 years. We should try and see what happens. Um yeah. well, you know, yeah. I don't know. We'll see. Um but you know, you you kept mentioning seven seven seven, and so I wanna circle back to a conversation we had um last week about the seven fishes i figured out what it why oh yeah 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 thank you (laughs) but um it's for the seven sacraments so there's seven sacraments in the catholic faith and so on christmas eve you celebrate that with the seven fishes so you create seven dishes there's not specific seven that you have to do like seven types of fishes specifically but it's the end of your fast because you're supposed to be fasting during advent Mm -hmm. and then on christmas eve um celebrating the seven sacraments through the seven fishes and then on christmas day you eat lamb for the lamb because the like lamb of god is born um uh, so you eat lamb because the lamb of god. <laughs> yeah I, guess. Okay, okay. I love it um, i love it so so yeah so I, that was good for me to learn too so no yeah thanks for reporting right back I, I was actually looking forward to that and i would have completely forgot to ask you because i i uh was very intrigued by that so the seven sacraments i love it yeah and it's always funny too because you know you're celebrating of fast and like seven sacraments um which back in the day would have been like the more affordable option but to eat lobster and squid and you know calamari it's Mm -hmm. actually the opposite of that so probably need to revamp the practice but i'm not going to complain because i love literally my favorite well feasting and fasting go together they are 
right fasting is made possible and okay by or feasting by fasting like these are mm-hmm. things that we need both in our life um yeah and maybe yeah it's good maybe i'll focus more on the fast than leading up to it next year um i love it there you go trivia hour for everybody on tampa talk i love it um but yeah otherwise you can join us on discord if you want to stay engaged in the conversation and uh you can make sure you subscribe at word on the streets.xyz um we will be out at harvest hope uh this morning from 10 30 to 12 and uh we'll see you next week we'll start back at the ebor street community garden but we won't catch you out there this um today nice all right well that's what we're talking about thank you everyone for joining us happy new year until next year y'all be good